Welcome to the Love in the Fight podcast. My name is Travis Rosinger, and we are excited to have you with us today. Relationships are all around us. They're everywhere. Healthy relationships hold the key to success in life. The best kind of relationships, they're filled with love. I'm joined today by my co-host, my beautiful wife, Dawn Rosinger. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. Just a little background information on Travis and I. We are actually high school sweethearts, so we've been married for a little while. Along the way, we've had the opportunity to raise two amazing kids. We love Jesus, we love people, and we absolutely love encouraging marriages. Hello and welcome to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Hey everyone. Man, we are so glad that you decided to join us today. Again, our the favorite part of our week. It really <laughs> is. We have so much fun just hanging out with you guys, talking about marriage and getting excited about all of our futures together. Right. God has a future for you and your spouse. Well, hey, before we jump into today's topic, we want to give a huge listener shout out to... To you. You. To you guys. <laughs> you guys. We happen to think, okay, it just at least to us, it's a big deal. And it's cool to see that there are people listening to this podcast in 45 countries yep. and in 707 cities around yes. the world. Those and that mine. to us is amazing. Yes. And part of the, uh, the biggest reason is you guys. You right. guys are listening, but you're also sharing the podcast. You're telling your friends, yes. your coworkers, whatever. You're getting the word out there. Yeah. And we just want to say thank you. But you know, we also want to give a very specific shout out to a country. We want to say hi to everybody and anybody that's listening in South Africa. Hey, everyone. It's just awesome cool. to have you guys uh, being a part of this podcast and focusing on marriages with us. So we are so glad and grateful that all of you yes. from South Africa are listening. Yeah, what an honor that you are listening to it us. It is really cool. Well, in today's podcast, we are going to talk about baggage. And I'm just going to kind of leave that there for a minute and tell you a story that will hopefully give you a picture of what we want to talk about today. So Travis and I love to travel, don't we, Travis? It's like, uh, kind of an addiction, it right? It is. We just yeah. love, even just looking at different tickets, prices, you know, it's just crazy to look at. I know. It's it, like when you start to shop for airplane tickets, you, you start to imagine yeah. the cool places that those planes are going to take you. Well, there are a few places that we have been, um, and we just, again, we just love to travel, but we've been to numerous cities in the United States, but we've also been to quite a few countries like Mexico and Canada, London. We've been to London. Obviously, that's not a country, but it's a city. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, we've been to Iceland, Denmark, Sweden, and Ireland. And man, yeah. it's just crazy to see all the differences. Yep. And the Caribbean, Dominican Republic, just they're so different. Oh, they're so beautiful. Yes. And the cultures and the people are fabulous. The best part. Yes, really. it is. Traveling is so much fun. But you know what? The hardest part of traveling, for me at least, is, is packing. Right? I hate that part. Oh, it's a necessary trying evil. Trying to pack and decide what to bring with you on your trip can be really tricky. I know a few years back when we decided to go to London with our family, and this is you know the second trip that we all took together out of the country, um, we wanted to make sure that we were prepared. So you know we began to pack. And we also wanted to try to save a little bit of money because we were told ahead of time that London was kind of expensive. So I thought, well, you know what? Well, then I'll just bring some food. You know, I'll try to make the <laughs> trip a little cheaper. So I went to the Goodwill 
And I bought the largest suitcase on wheels that I could find. And what is the Goodwill? The Goodwill, obviously, it's is a just thrift it's a thrift store, store right? Yes. It's like secondhand yeah. used items. Because I have a suitcase and we have nice luggage, but I wanted like an extra large bag because it was free to check a bag. So I'm like, well, I'll just buy the biggest one possible. By surprise, I found a Samsonite suitcase for $6.95. And so I made the the purchase of this suitcase and I began packing. I filled it with, you know, my clothes and hygiene items and food, you know, because we, again, we were told it was expensive and I thought I had it packed just perfect. I was so excited about what I had packed in there, but about all the money that I was planning on saving by packing, you know, certain items. As we left the house that morning, I thought to myself, hmm, you know, this is a little heavy, but you know what? It's on wheels. So how bad could it be? I was trying to be super optimistic as I realized it was really kind of heavy when I went to actually try to pick it up and load it into the back of the truck on the way to the airport. But again, I kind of ignored that. We were dropped right off at the correct airline door, which meant that it was only a short distance to where I was going to be checked in. So then I didn't have to worry about this large piece of luggage. Um, they weighed the luggage, and I remember I was just I was just a half pound under the weight you limit. Barely made it. They, I, were, they were almost going to not let you yes, go on that trip no, practically because you were close. Barely got it checked in, but man, it was a relief. The flight was great. And of course, I had no worries, even though we had a layover in Iceland, because my bag, this big, huge bag was actually checked. So I didn't have to drag it around the airport. We made it safely to London and we had to head to baggage claim. And we didn't rent a car when we were we in London. We did not. We love yeah. public transportation. So we decided so we would just use the, the trains, the buses. The tube, right? Oh, yeah. The tube. The, the uh, what do you what do you call it? The subway. Yes. The tube. It was so much fun. So I remember in the airport, as the luggage came down, you know, and my bag, you know, came through the luggage department, it was really easy to locate. Why? Because it was just so large. <laughs> it was a huge. It was like. The Mount Everest of all suitcases. And it was kind of odd shape, actually, I must admit. It was an (laughs) ugly piece of luggage. I pulled it off the luggage carousel, and we were off to begin our way into London, again, only using public transportation. And I quickly realized that my new suitcase may become somewhat of a problem after my arm began to get really sore after only going about a quarter mile. And mm. we know we had like three miles probably to walk. Yep. Total. Absolutely. Well, we made it to the first train where we had, you know, to quickly hop on before the doors closed. And there was this slight little gap between the train station and the train. So I quickly had to like lift up my luggage to make sure that it was on the train. And, and man, it was a struggle. We found a seat in the train and actually I just sat in the luggage because the luggage was so big. I just sat right on it. That was my seat. And we were on our way to our Airbnb. We reached our stop, you know, to get off to go to our Airbnb. And I managed to kind of drag and pull the bag out of the train. And we walked towards the elevator because now we had to go up about two oh, flights I remember to get to the that. main level yeah. of you know, the street level. And we quickly approached this long staircase and we realized there was no elevator and i was like no way i cannot lift this huge piece of luggage upstairs and so but you know what i was determined like i'm kind of a fighter i have you know that determination inside of me and i grabbed my bag and i started picking it up and at about step three my son quickly realized that i was struggling and that i was going to lose my luggage and he immediately grabbed my suitcase and he continued up to the top 
And I was so defeated. I was so <laughs> bummed out. I didn't make it to the top. The goofy luggage won. I was now, for the rest of the trip, I was dependent on my son and my husband to help me at every staircase we came encountered from that point on. I remember Travis, yeah, you helped me a lot. Yeah, and and I would have grabbed it up that staircase, but he beat me to yes, it. But did. we could tell you were struggling. You're right. The luggage won. Yes, it did. Well, my plan was a failure. Here, I thought I was helping and preparing, but ultimately, I made more work for everyone. So when we got home from London, it was an amazing trip, despite the horrible suitcase, you know. Um, I despised that suitcase. I never, <laughs> ever wanted to see it again. So I, what did I do? I unloaded it. And I quickly brought it back to the exact same place that I bought it. And I'm like, please take this back. I don't back want to it. I just gave it to him. You didn't get your money back. No. You just gave it back. So I tell you that story, maybe a long story, because I began to think to myself, you know, how many times in my life have I brought something that I thought would be helpful only to find out that I was actually wrong and it hurt and it mm, caused more problems? Yeah. How many times have we carried or held on to something only to find out it was dragging us down and stealing our freedom and our joy and our independence? Yeah. And Don, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, how many things have we held on to or brought into our own marriage yep. and maybe carried with us over the past few years or 10, 20 years, and it's holding our marriage back in some way, shape, yep. or form. I know you and I, Don, we've decided to think this through a bit and to come up with a list of different things that oftentimes couples have either brought into their marriage from the beginning or things they have acquired in marriage, and then they just carry from one day to the next. Kind of yep. like you're trying to carry that heavy baggage up those stairs, one stair after yep. another. And it's amazing how many, you know, how many things we actually began to write down and realize know. You know, these are going to sound familiar. I think we have brought some of those into our You marriage. and I both, yep. for sure. Yeah. And absolutely familiar and things that we carry inside of us, things yep. that I might be dealing with that you might be dealing with. Hopefully we've dealt with many of them, yep. but things that we still need to be concerned about. So what are we talking about? What are some baggage items that maybe you or your spouse has either carried into your marriage or picked up along the way yep. and carried from day to day? And it's a burden on your marriage. Well, immediately our our mind went to our childhood. I mean, everybody has a childhood and there are things that may have happened to us or, or what we saw growing yeah. up that kind of put some baggage yeah. in our souls and our minds on what the world is like or how we should behave right. or act. The other thing that popped into our minds is our past relationships. Yeah, it's a big one. Beyond our childhood, maybe when we were starting to really begin to experiment and experience relationships, somebody with the opposite sex, and whether that was a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And so there's baggage that could come from some of those relationships that were dysfunctional. Yes, yep. Maybe didn't go quite so well, or maybe we didn't act appropriately. The other thing that, that we thought of too is, as far as baggage, is hurt or unforgiveness. And this is literally probably one of the biggest types of baggage yeah. that people carry into their marriage, whether it's from a prior relationship or their childhood, or it's something that they experience in marriage and then they carry from day to day. So it could be hurt from others prior to marriage or from hurts that have been acquired in our own marriage yeah. that we need to let go. I know of. it's funny baggage. We can, it's stuff that we, you know, maybe brought into our marriage, but, or stuff that have, have happened in our own marriage that we carry and don't let go of. Yeah. And it's interesting because that unforgiveness, you know, that hurt, it's kind of wild because when we carry it from, you know, one day to the next or into our marriage and we don't deal with it, it turns to bitterness 
and anger, yeah. and that's even heavier. Another thing luggage. that we carry, yeah, in the and marriage. baggage. Yep. Uh, another baggage that you might be carrying around in your marriage is bad habits. Yeah. In other words, you've learned uh, something that you probably shouldn't be doing from your childhood, or maybe you've acquired it along the way. But it's a bad habit. It's driving your spouse crazy. It's maybe destroying you as yep. a person or damaging your marriage. And the last one we wrote down was just debt or financial yeah. baggage, and that can be such a burden, whether it's student loan. Or, or credit or a car you went and purchased that maybe you shouldn't have, but some kind of financial baggage or burden, and it's just oppressive to your marriage. So we quickly, uh, you know, could identify many things that couples may be carrying around. And maybe you can very quickly identify some. Each of these things that we've just mentioned are heavy yeah. and they can be very exhausting as we carry them day in and day out. But it's true, you know, we all came into our marriage with a past. Yeah. That is unavoidable. And this past, of course, is our personal history. And that personal history will impact our relationships in the present. And it'll impact our marriage, especially. Why? Because we're married. We're with each other every day. We do uh, so much together. And there are things that we just need to choose to let go of and refuse to carry into our marriage. Kind of like you, Don. You brought that bag back to the where you bought it from. And you're never going to carry that to Europe again, are you? I had to choose to get rid of it. It's gone. (laughs) I could see the damage it was doing. (laughs) Yes. Marriage is a time to start over, to bring that baggage back. Go leave it in your childhood. Go leave it in those past relationships. Leave it in the past. Leave it behind you. I know we just gave a list of different things, different baggages that, you know, we have seen brought into marriage. And I'm sure some of those things definitely sounded familiar to you. And maybe there's other things we need to make sure that we acknowledge that there is baggage sometimes and stuff that we just need to get rid of. So what can we do? Marriage and life can be hard enough on its own. Don't you think, Travis? Oh man, life is a challenge. Jesus said that life would be difficult. Let alone, you know, carrying around extra baggage that makes life even harder. And I know I don't want to carry baggage. Mm. Like I don't want anything holding me back in my own marriage or in my life. Just like in London in that huge suitcase, I thought it would help, but it ultimately hurt. I had to get rid of that suitcase. And sometimes we have to look into our marriage and we need to get rid of the baggage, the extra baggage that we're carrying. So whenever we are looking for answers, I know one thing that we always turn to, and we talk about this a lot, is God's word. We turn to the Bible and we can find all the wisdom we need. So we're talking about baggage. We're talking about getting rid of baggage. And you know what? One of the answers that we found on this subject is found in Hebrews 12, verses 1 through 3. And it says this, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. Hey friends, we'll get right back to the episode, but we just wanted to say if this podcast has encouraged you in any way, please consider sharing it on social media, leave us a review, and be sure to subscribe. We would also love to hear from you, so feel free to leave a comment. And for more information about Travis or Don Rosinger, go to lovingthefight.com. Yeah, this is a powerful verse out of the Bible, but really an incredible piece of wisdom. And I think, Don, when I read it, and I want to encourage you guys as you hear it, 
just be thinking about what are those things that you need to get rid of, that you need to give back and let go of in your past. This is, uh, this passage is an answer to the question, how do we get rid of the baggage in our marriage? Well, let's go back and look at this. According to these verses, we must first throw off everything that hinders. Yeah. And what does that mean? It says, you know, throw off everything that hinders. We all know that baggage and marriage hinders. And the baggage that we're talking about, you know, could be emotional, mental, could be something that you experienced physically in your past, but it makes marriage difficult and sometimes doesn't allow our marriage to move forward and all that God has for us. We need to throw it off. We need to get rid of it so that we, you know, I think once we get rid of that baggage, Don, your focus was all on that piece of baggage, trying to get it up that staircase. But if it was gone, you wouldn't even think about it. You would just, you would just fly up that staircase. And I think that's the reality. Marriages can fly forward once you let go of the baggage from the past. We know what hinders us. We, I mean, if we just stop and take a moment, we can see what is hindering us and our marriage and we need to get rid of that. Just throw it off. Like that verse says. We do. And the next thing that this verse is saying that we must do is run with perseverance, the race marked out for us. God has a race for all of us to run. God has a race for you to run. Now, can you imagine running a race with 10 pound weights strapped to each leg? <laughs> I, I, we're runners and I just can't imagine having 10 pounds on it each would leg. It's be hard brutal. enough without it. Yeah. <laughs> it would hurt. I mean, it'd be painful and then you'd be slow. I mean, it would be so hard and exhausting and you probably would eventually quit the race. I know I would. Cause you would, you would <laughs> run out of steam. You yeah. couldn't do it, but God calls us to run the race marked out for us with perseverance, the race of life. And so persevering means to not give up, to finish the race. And the only way to run our race with perseverance is to really get rid of the baggage in our lives and our own souls that is holding us back and holding our marriages back. It's a lot easier, as you and I both know, Don, to run a race when you're not carrying anything extra with you or to cross London when you're not dragging or carrying a suitcase or baggage with you. And most importantly, this passage says that we should fix our eyes on Jesus. And what that really means is we can't be watching others and just modeling our lives after so many other people. I think part of the problem right now is so many people are modeling their lives after what others are doing in society or what others are saying or acting like. But this passage, this piece of wisdom says, fix our eyes on Jesus. We need to fix our eyes on him. We we can't do this uh, thing called marriage alone. We need to fix right. our eyes on Jesus as an example. And also as someone who's going to help us along the, you know, the running route to navigate it, to get uh, down the road of life and have an incredible yeah. marriage. We all have a race to run. Our marriage, you know, as a marriage, we have a race to run together, Travis, but we need to run our own race in our own lane. And we need to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. I love that scripture. Well, we wanted to give you a few practical ways to get rid of baggage that is brought into marriage. So what does that look like? What can we do if we know that, you know what, there's baggage that we have brought in? What can we do? Well, according to doingfamilyright.com, they give three practical ways to get rid of baggage that is brought into marriage. The first one is this, start unpacking your baggage. The second was, Unload as much weight as you can and stop blaming others with that. And the third one is lighten your load through 
forgiveness. These are great steps and very practical. And you know what? We're going to just kind of dig a little bit deeper their own words into these three practical steps. So again, that first step was start unpacking your baggage. What does that look like, Don? If you want a healthy marriage, you need to just honestly just stop. Sit down. We need to open up the bag and see what is in there and start unpacking it. Sometimes we're carrying around bags and we don't even know what's inside of them. But you know what? Just open them and start unpacking it just so that we know that we're not carrying this extra weight, this extra baggage with us that we don't even need. And and that's such a great point. I I know you and I, we were just out for coffee and out to supper or lunch, I should say, with some friends. And we talked about baggage, real life baggage in our lives, ironically, right before we're recording this. And it's just, you know what? It's just being honest. Okay, here are the negative things that live in my soul. I'm just going to admit them. I'm going to be honest and I'm going to put them out there. And I think that is the greatest first step. So again, you know, practical steps that we could do. First one was start unpacking your baggage. The second one is this, unload as much weight as you can. Stop blaming others. So we need to get rid of the junk or the dead weight, the things that are not helping our marriages move forward, but they're holding it back. And as you begin to unload, that bag is actually going to become lighter and lighter I know I, Travis, I had to personally do this in our own marriage. I felt like I had a lot of baggage from my childhood that I had to deal with and let go of. And sometimes I even still can carry some of that and I need to unpack that bag and get rid of it. Along with unloading that baggage, I had to realize that I don't have the right to blame others. I need to take responsibility for my actions. Yeah. And I just a really quick example, Don, for me, I know growing up, I had some maybe unhealthy communication styles or habits. And so in our marriage, I had to just decide to, okay, I'm not going to just share my opinion when I want, how I want it in a, an emotional way. I had to dial it down and pull it back and say, look, I could have the right to speak right now, but I don't have the right yep. if I want to have a great marriage. No, yeah. Um, because it's just, it's just me blurting something out and being, um, you know, really kind of hurtful. And I don't want to be that way. Again, we're talking about practical ways to unload the baggage that we bring into marriage or maybe have carried within our marriage. The third thing is this, lighten your load through forgiveness. We often carry around so much hurt and pain because we haven't forgiven the person who may have caused the pain. We need to begin that forgiveness process and see it through completion so you can release it once and for all. And that's baggage, maybe unforgiveness that was in our, you know, before we even got married or within our own marriage between us as, you know, husband and wife. Yeah. And I, Don, I think this piece is so good because every single one of us have been hurt. All of you that are listening, you've been hurt at some point in time in your life or from your spouse. And it's time right now to completely lighten your load and forgive. And it's really a relief. The minute you forgive, it's like, ah, I don't have to stress about it. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to be angry about it. I don't have to like think about how I'm going to get even anymore. It's literally lightening your load and you're better off for it. You're healthier and your marriage will grow. Right. I agree with that, Travis. Just get rid of the baggage. It's so important to remember that a marriage is only as strong and healthy as the two people in it. So Travis, our marriage is only as strong as you are and as strong as I am. So how strong and healthy are you? How strong and healthy is your marriage? Those are two questions that we need to keep asking ourselves. 
Are you or your spouse carrying around extra baggage that is weighing your marriage down? It's time to let go of it. Just get rid of it. Leave it behind and move on into a future that can be much lighter. Just like I had to do in that, you know, with London, that luggage was just, you know, it was heavy and it was time consuming. I just needed to get rid of it. Yeah, there's a quote that I had read recently, and I can't remember who said it, but here's here's the quote. It's not ours, I guess is what I'm trying to get at, but it's a killer quote. It's amazing. It says this, remember, you can't reach what's in front of you until you let go of what's behind wow. you. And that really speaks to focus, energy, and what it takes to let go. Mm-hmm. Let go of what's behind you so you can put your focus and your energy to what's in front of you. Such a true statement. And the reality is God has much more for you and your marriage than what's in the past. And you won't be able to reach it until you let go of the baggage that is holding you back. All right, guys, so just a quick recap of those three things, practical things that you can do to get rid of the baggage in your marriage. The first one was start unpacking your baggage. In other words, just get honest. The second one is unload as much weight as you can. In other words, stop blaming others and get rid of the stuff. And number three, lighten your load through forgiveness. Hey, remember, you guys got this. We believe in you. You can do it. Keep loving the fight for your marriage. God has so much more in store for you and your marriage. We'll see you guys next time. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. If this podcast encouraged you, then be sure to share it with others that you care about through your Facebook page, Instagram, or other social media channels. Please hit the subscribe button if you have not subscribed. And please click like and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. For more conversations about marriage and what it takes to make sure that you are loving the fight, visit us at lovingthefight.com. See you next time.